Sydney, welcome back to No One Told Me. I'm so excited to be here. We are. We were just discussing how many times Whitney has been on, and this is her fifth time. Fourth or fifth, fifth time. Or fourth or fifth, yep. I believe. And what you probably most remember her for is a "Did Anyone Tell You?" episode. A little myself. <laughs> because I realized that I maybe wasn't changing my sheets as often as she, I needed She to. admitted that she only washes her sheets about once a year, if but that. The best part about it was like, y'all were like, how often do you wash your sheets? And I was like, you know, like a normal amount, like every three weeks. And y'all looked at me like I was. I think it was more than three weeks. I think I said three weeks. I, but I think it's more than Oh, that. and it probably in reality was more than, yes, I agree. It was, I, I was probably waiting longer than three weeks, but I said three weeks. Have because you changed I felt like your ways? Was, I changed my sheets today and that's why I remembered it. So that you could come on here and say that you And did? say that I changed it, yes. But I did see, I saw a real yesterday, a guy, a doctor talking it's about you have to nasty, change them. It's going to be isn't it? No, it wasn't oh. a gross. He was saying you need to change them every single week. That is like the mandated what you need to do. But what I want to know, we do. I changed mine. Because of dead skin. Oh. Oh, oh, this is what he said. <laughs> this is such a glamorous way to start this off. That like dust mites? No. I don't know. Some type of bug that is in your bed. Like like microscopic, not like actual oh, real bugs that are crawling around. They live off of dead skin and like oils from your body. And so when you're not changing your sheets, those mites, I don't know what they are. But he said they're, they're real, eating so away I trust at them. you. That's you are giving them a home whenever you're not changing your sheets. But so I change them today. Here's what I've learned is the problem. Okay, when you have three kids, as I do, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lot. I am just always so surprised at how much laundry it is, and to, it's so bulky. It takes up yes, your whole to wash all bin. the comforters, yeah, to wash is. all the sheets, to wash all the pillowcases. It's a lot. It requires. I have friends who have days that they devote to cleaning sheets. They're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it's Monday. We clean sheets today," mm-hmm. and I don't want that to be my life. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and it also like if you it it will take the whole day to do it because yes. you've got to do it on all the beds. Mm-hmm. Multiple beds. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it's it's just a lot. And, and then also, you have a week to make goes it. by a lot faster than you think it does. You're it like, really, oh, I'm good. I changed these. And then you start thinking about and, it. And you're like, that was two and a well, half weeks ago. Well, and my problem is, is I'm a morning person. So in the morning, I'm like, it's sheet day. We're going to wash all the sheets. So I strip all the beds. I put them on the washer. And then I throw things in the dryer. And then night Callie. Nighttime Callie is not wet. happy. Because morning Callie was like, I can get all this done. And then you're sleeping on the box, and, box springs. And then <laughs> midday Callie forgot. That Let's I have a sleepover in the living room, everybody. <laughs> get your sleeping bags. This is going to be so fun. The amount of times, because the kids all have like waterproof, a waterproof sheet on. Mm-hmm. The amount of times I just lay down one of their blankets on the waterproof sheet. And it's just like crinkling you every time they move. <laughs> and I'm like, They're just like, what's, what's stay this? on top of the blanket. <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> It's okay. It's hard. But you know what's hard? Just motherhood in general. It's so hard. it is. And now, okay, we talked to you. The very first episode you did with us, mm-hmm. you were had been married like eight weeks. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. It was and, five years ago. And we, golly. It was five years ago. Has this podcast been around that long? It has. It was who, 2018. Who knew? I know. Oh my gosh. I'm aging. I'm You're aging. So old. It was right after you got married and you had all the advice in the world for really I mean well. I was I was so seasoned <laughs> you had figured then. it all out just like I imagine you have figured out motherhood same I Copy just paste. I just got to hold little baby Griff Griffin mm-hmm. love to call him Griffy little Griffy Sweet boy little boy we, full head now. of hair it's true y'all honestly and I've had three of my own so I can say this 
cutest baby I've ever seen from newborn on. Like I will, he, he right was, out the gate, if you he, know what I mean. He was <laughs> the gates swung open <laughs> and he came out. <laughs> he was he was very cute, and I'm biased, but I also went into. I really think that I'm good at being unbiased with babies. Mm-hmm. Like my, we laugh because my sister has two boys, and they came out looking like they had been. In a, in a fight and she would say the same thing like the day that Griffin was born she sent pictures and she was like well compared to my voice like the, he he is amazing because they like were bruised and like beat up and had swollen eyes like she literally showed me a picture because I'd forgot and I peed in my pants because I laughed so hard because they look so bad <laughs> so I was very ready to be like you know what he's gonna grow into his cuteness like it's okay if he because yep. you know most yep. newborns look like little lizards they look a little okay. scary yeah but he just didn't he just he looked he, he looked like a three-month-old when he came out and i think cutest. it's yeah he's it was best. his hair that kind of swoops to the side he's got a little swoopy hair it, it just he was the cutest little nugget and i went to Big squeeze him as soon as i saw him and you I, did i you did came. i you came when i was couldn't hold him long enough my favorite part is when gooch your husband y'all were trying to figure out how you leave and the car seat was a Weak. No. was tricky business i i had two percent brain power going <laughs> We were stressed. Sweet Geraldine at the hospital. She was just watching us whenever she rolled me out. And we just, we couldn't figure it out. Because there's a button, but it's hidden. It is a hidden button. I, it took are, me a second. Because you got one of those fancy schmancy ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we should have been prepared going into it. We are just not. I am not a prepper. I don't prepare well. I'm just like, oh, well, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, most people either. would be like, let's figure out how to operate this car seat. Like, we did not do that. If Ryan Holland hadn't done all of that, we would not be. See, Ryan is all about preparation. Mm-hmm. Ryan is like, let's have a plan. Because he doesn't want to look like a fool. Doing. I'm fine looking like a fool. Too. You know? And but here's did. the thing. I fake confidence. Like, nobody's business. I will have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I will. Just act like I it. will work so hard at looking like I know yeah and that's I was trying to explain that to Henley the other day actually she was she's at a new school because we moved and they have to go to this a new area of the school on Wednesday mornings and Mm -hmm. she can't she still can't quite figure out how to get there right so she kind of stresses out because she's like her dad she wants to know a plan she wants to know Mm -hmm. exactly what's happening and so every Tuesday night we have to talk about how it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask people where you need to mm-hmm. go. And she's not okay doing that. She does not. She's that first child that she has to know what's going on. Yeah. Right. So, and then in the morning I was explaining to her like, Henley, you know what I do when I don't know where to go? I just walk around as if I do. And I eventually figure it out. And she did not like that plan. <laughs> no, that is too willy nilly for her. She needs a blueprint here. She said, but then what if they know I don't know? I'm like, they will That's never part know. of the fun. Don't admit you it. Just ask it with a smile. It'll be fine. So did Geraldine get you in the car? Send Sweet you home? Geraldine was 20 years old. And she was, I think, just like with a With Geraldine? Yep. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And she was who rolled me from the wheelchair down to the car, which that was a whole thing. I, I mean, I could talk for hours and I won't. But I finally, I had to like reposition because also... You just push out a baby. So sitting on a wheelchair, I don't Mm -hmm. know who came up with this plan. It's just a normal wheelchair, which is like, like metal. It's not comfortable. Mm -hmm. I could not sit down on it. Poor Geraldine. After we struggled with the car seat, I tried to sit down in the wheelchair probably 10 times and I couldn't do it. And I finally stood up and looked at her and I was like, Geraldine, I I don't know what we're going to do here. Because I, I can't sit in this wheelchair right now. And so She didn't even offer a pillow to sit on? There was no pillow well, offered I had, to me. I had but taken I your had, pillow. Well, you had taken a pillow for yeah. me because we had so much stuff with yeah. us. But I ended up, 
I still had one pillow with me and I said that's how I got down is I sat on that pillow but it was just yeah, I feel was like this Geraldine's first rodeo I don't I mean, know she was so sweet she was, was so it her sweet. first go in a wheelchair but I was also anticipating maybe huh. maybe I don't know I felt bad young. for her because she she was young she was also just like she's just doing her job so I'm over here like cracking jokes like Geraldine we're not gonna get down there are we and she was just like <laughs> like get in the chair <laughs> she's so, just like i have one job to do here and it's yeah, to wheel you out yeah. of this so place. finally we we got down to the car so we made it i will say the nurses on labor and delivery are the most amazing they're the salt of the earth <laughs> i don't like we had the best we i think about each nurses. time and i'm like i could not have made it if not for nope. the nurses being so co- there was one when i was going to have holt he was my first like the planned c-section happened as planned right mm-hmm. like the other two it was not that way but she she was like we're scheduled and she's starting to wheel me she prepped me she put me on the bed and she's like wheeling me to the the surgery room and someone said hey did you get a text that the c-section had been pushed back she said nope didn't get it because i didn't look at my phone it's her turn and just pushes me through these i people. love that so <laughs> and much it was amazing oh i love that she was like nope didn't get it because i didn't look because i didn't look and i'm not looking now but i was so she was my pre-op nurse and i was so sad to see her go but i loved yeah her. and i didn't i just didn't understand how it all worked in my head you go and I thought that there were going to be multiple like a team and I'm sure it's different every hospital but I thought there was going to be like a team of nurses like I'm gonna have like four to six nurses in there with me helping me push it was, it's just one nurse like just she's one. with you the whole time and we get there and we sit down and like her name's written on the board her name's Savannah and I'm sitting there like we just roll our suitcases in and we're just like sitting on the couch waiting for like somebody to come in and tell us what to do and she comes in and I went to college with her we lived in the same dorm I love freshman story. year of college and we were like hey and you know we like caught up and and you're going through in your head you're like I haven't seen this girl in six years and you're about to see all of me <laughs> the first yep. thing that she did I mean we just really got to know each other but it was I actually loved it because it was like I know you and you know me it was just it was great and then when you go to after you have the baby you got a mother baby and we had the best nurses there mm-hmm. ever night shift day shift I mean it was they're just amazing and they're so like comforting they don't make you feel like an idiot you know what i mean they're oh, yeah. like i was like i you asked the dumbest questions well at least i did oh and oh they were so they did not make me feel stupid they were like they and so much happens you know like they have to deal with so much that happens and, like you are like fresh like i had an epidural and to like for me to stand up to get into this was the first wheelchair to wheel me from but at that point I was still numb I didn't feel anything but then like when you go to the bathroom for the first time like you're still like what you like waddle into the bathroom and they literally just like carry Mm -hmm. you there Mm -hmm. but and you don't know them I mean it's like so sweet when you look back on it and when it's happening too but I mean they're just they are the kindest best people I was so scared that it was gonna be like embarrassing a little because it's a lot I mean, you know, like it's, and I'm very modest in general, like just across the board. So I was a nervous wreck that Mm -hmm. being in there that I was going to be just mortified and you just don't have time to be mortified. (laughs) Like you're just like, it is what it is. Once you're there, it is, you're there. The only thing this time that was weird for me is I almost always had like all female in the room, but there was the, the anesthetician was, is that right? No. 
An esthetician who does your brows. <laughs> I just got a facial yesterday. That's what made me think about an esthetician. So I was also, there. I was pushing. Hey, I'm and at the same you, time, I was getting my brows threaded. Aesthetically, you, great. I can't put, I can't um, encourage you to go see. Anesthesiologist. Is that who? Yes. yes. An anesthesiologist. Mine was a guy, too. It was two guys that were there. And I was like, Dad, gum it. They're seeing every bit of it. And that's what I did not love. But that was okay. That was fine. At that point, I was in pain. So I like didn't even think about it. I don't oh, even care. See, I had they came in to do the epidural, and he was giving me. They go through like the whole yes, legal jargon spiel, like, "Hey, this could cause whatever, whatever." I had to stop him probably three times. I was like, "Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I need you to stop." Yep. And then I would have a contraction yep. and like make it through. And then like two minutes later, I'd be like, "Okay, continue." And I we did that like three different. See, that's times. where you and I differ because I literally would try so hard to act like I wasn't oh, having the contraction because I didn't want to interrupt. You them are tough. I'm a weenie because I felt so bad, I'm, and I was like, "They're doing so good on their whole no. spiel. I don't want to stop." Them. I couldn't make. I'm not tough like you. I had to be like, "I need you to stop because I cannot handle this right now." I'd be like sweating, and but I would be like, "I am not going to say anything. Keep going. You're yeah. doing great. I love this yeah. for you." So we had Griffy. We had Griffy. We brought Griffy home. He's the best. We are a mom of yeah. seven weeks now. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Yeah. What has it been like? Let's uh, let's first start here. I want to start here. You're 27. Yes. Right? Gosh, I'm very proud of myself. I'm proud of you that, too. Getting that right. Sometimes I can't Late 20s. In my head, you literally have just still graduated college. I know. Me in, too. Like in my head, you're me 23, too. 24 max. Yeah. So 27 is weird to me. But- a lot of women have babies in their twenties. Right. And mm -hmm. we've talked a lot this season about how so much happens to you <laughs> in your twenties. Mm -hmm. Like you are picking it a career, a you're graduating. Many are getting into like their first really serious relationships. Mm -hmm. You might be getting married. You might, you know, like move to a whole new city. There's just, there's so many decisions that come. And a lot of women start motherhood mm -hmm. in their twenties. So for you, you look back on your 20s up to this point. How have you navigated the big things that have happened? And how has it prepare, prepared you or not prepared you for the season that I would argue the season that rocks your world the most mm -hmm. when you become a mom? Oh, that's hard. How have I prepared? Is that how, question? Yeah, like how all the things that have happened. In, yeah, it it is a roller coaster, but it's also like everybody's story is so different too. So it could look like, you know, like your twenties is just figuring out career stuff mm -hmm. or your twenties is just like, you always knew what you wanted to do with your career and your twenties is just relationships. Or it could be like the whole gamut. Like I started this job and got married and had a baby, which is more of my story. I think, gosh, specifically for this season, there, there was truly not a way to prepare, but I, I also feel that way about most of the seasons like because we want to you know have the roadmap like here's mm -hmm. what I do for this and this and this like we want to be the most prepared that we can be truly like there's no real way to walk in and be like oh yeah you know like I got this but I do think what helped me in all of those big seasons the most was surrounding myself with people which is the point of this podcast like surrounding myself with people who had already been there mm -hmm. So that I didn't totally feel like I was like going in yeah. in the dark with with like graduating college or going into college or getting married. Like I have people ahead of me that I could be asked questions to and even motherhood too. Like yeah. I have so many people who have been able to, to walk alongside me and be like, hey, like this may happen. Like mm -hmm. you can at least expect this. Like there's no way to truly walk in and be like, oh, I'm so prepared, especially yeah. like having a baby. But that has been huge is like 
is doing that. And I, you know, most of those women and men too, there's been a lot of like just parents and couples that have like poured into us. Most of them I found in the church and in like a faith context. And I think if you look at your life now and you're like, I don't, I don't like, I'm, I'm shy. That makes me nervous. I don't have these people. Like it is worth it to step out and try and Mm -hmm. make relationships with those Mm people. And like the good news is, is they're probably really excited to look back and, and help and, you know, pour in to that. So I think that helped me the most, but on the flip side, I mean, I could not, I, I couldn't have done anything to know what was yeah. coming for the season. You really, and people talk about it and they're like, oh, it's the hardest and it's the best. But like, there's just no way to know. And everyone's experience is like. completely different. Yeah. Honestly, I, one thing, two things, actually. The first, uh, several weeks ago on um, NOTM podcast on Instagram, I asked like, how did you feel about your 20s? It was like a poll or something. I can't remember what it was. And it was like, it was a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And I was ready to get off. And the other one was like, it was fun. But not really, you know, I just mm-hmm. rode. I was, I was with it. And you were the only one that did said. Did I respond? What did said, I say? I can't it was remember fine. anything. It was fine. I it said was that. Just, yeah. Like not in a bad way. But I but literally that's also, don't remember that. that also and that was like two weeks ago. Speaks to your personality though. Because you do just take things as they come. Mm-hmm. It made me LOL. Because there were a lot. It was probably one of my most responded to polls. Mm-hmm. And you and like maybe one other person were like. It was okay. It's been great. Yeah, it's fine. Sure. I feel good. Yeah. yeah. And I do, like my personality, I just kind of roll with mm-hmm. stuff. Like I don't, but I I minimize things, like really, really big things I minimize. So when people are like, tell me about this, it's, it is very easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, it was good. It was fine. It happened. But I also, I remember walking with, there was a mom, a first time mom who reached out and she asked if we could take a walk and just talk about like what to expect mm-hmm. and all these things, which I, it's like you said, I, it's the point of the podcast. I love looking back and being like, dang, I wish I'd known that. Or I wish I'd figured that out a little mm-hmm. sooner. So I'm walking with her and she's just asking, she comes with all these questions. They were all great questions. And I just said, here's the best thing you can do. Go in naive, go in. I didn't read a knowing book. nothing. I, I read no books. I Googled nothing. I really didn't even ask people that many questions. I didn't yeah. have a lot of people to ask questions because I was one of my first, the first in my friend group to have a baby. Mm-hmm. But, and I just said, if you go in naive, then you know, you don't have control. Like, I think when we research the snot out of stuff or try to make sure we have all the information it gives makes us think we have control. Yeah, and then when something happens, you're like running through your head, like, yep. okay, what did what did chapter four say? Yes, what right. Am I to do? And you feel like you're losing control when mm-hmm. the truth is you never had it to begin with. And so, I just I think there's a balance. Ryan would disagree. Ryan's a researcher. Ryan's like I want. And I to think be there's some informed. personalities that are like I. This is going to make me feel the best. Yeah, and that's great if that's your personality. But I think knowing like. There are going to be a lot of things that happen that do not align with chapter four. Yes. And what they're telling you. Yep. And that's okay. Yep. And I just, that was always my piece of advice to all first time moms, anytime moms, is if you pick a doctor and a group of doctors that you trust and a hospital that you trust, they're going to, they they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So just like roll with it mm-hmm. instead of thinking, but that's almost any area of life for me. I don't research a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just kind of go in and figure either. it out as I go because I just learned if I, one of my biggest pet peeves is if I have a plan and it doesn't go by my plan, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like when you, like you plan out your day and you're like, I'm going to get this done, this done, and this it done. Happen. And then something and happens the worst and day it's on the planet. so irritating because yeah. you're like, I was going to get all this done. Yeah. That's why it's just better for me and my personality 
to not even try to control it. With it. To just go with yep. whatever's going to happen, right? Okay, so Griffin comes home. He comes home. I just love him. I just he is the sweetest. He's the best. I was holding him before we started. He's just a sweet little nug nug. He's the best. And, but then we hot him up next to Holt, and Holt looks like a giant <laughs> compared to Griffin right now. He does. It's just he a really few months difference, and he looks it's wild like, how big they will get. Whitney was maybe the third person to find out I was pregnant with Holt. How did you tell me? I here's can I preface this? Since I birthed this baby, I have birthed 75% of my brain out. I cannot remember anything. I cannot tell stories. I cannot, like, I will say a sentence and it doesn't make sense. And I have to be like, why doesn't that sentence make sense? And it's because I used a word that doesn't make sense. So I, how did you tell me? We were, so the... Oh, wait, I remember. We, remember? Were at, we were at your pool. We were at the pool. You had just come over. I had literally I just remember. found out, like, it, that yes. morning, Yes, I think. I, I took had, a test. It was the, the shock of a century. And I I'm, remember Ryan was behind me and you were like, don't react. Don't do anything. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I, I was so excited. He didn't want us to say anything yet, but you were there and I just needed to tell you. You were the first, you were the second person that I told I was pregnant. With the, and I, you almost pulled a fast <laughs> one on me when you sat down. See, with the third kid, here's the thing. Those ultrasounds, they're, you're just like, oh, so cute. Then, and then, then you, you lose yeah. them. You don't know. Like, yes. And I got, I got in your car. We were going to Costco. No, where were we going? Sam's, Sam's Club. Sam's yep. Club. And I sat down and I thought about how I wanted to do it. But I had the ultrasound and I sat down and like pulled it out of my purse. But I tried to make it look like I was like pulling it off the floor. I was like, oh, is this Holt? Is this like an ultrasound of Holt? And gave it to Callie. And she's like, yeah. I mean, I, so we, just, we just throw those things around now, I guess. And then you kept looking and then you saw my name yes. in the corner. Oh, I thought. So I mean, I know. I, I, I literally my thought process was, I know I haven't like like treasured these ultrasounds like I usually do. But did I really leave it in the floor? <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Not my best move. It was, so sweet. it was the most exciting thing ever. But yes, yes. I found out super early with you. It you was did so find out. I don't know why I said that, it but it's, so it's just a special little fact where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I love to hear what was the most like surprising because I remember with Henley, there was just it's why this podcast started. Uh, and I've told the story a million times. I remember crying in the middle of the living room, yelling at Ryan, why did they send us home with a baby? Because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Because there were just there was just so much that literally no one can prepare you for. It. No one mm -hmm. can tell you about it because they don't remember it because it's a black hole. What were some yeah. of those things for you that you were like, what is happening? I, I have so many. I was trying to narrow it down in my head. Um, I think like largely, like I have like little tiny things. Like I cannot think clearly. But I, and I really think it is because like your body is doing so many things to take care of a human. And it's making milk. And it's like up in the middle of the night. Like I, my brain is only devoted to taking care of this baby it's not devoted to anything else i, I can't remember anything i want to discuss the first time you used a breast pump have you used one you've used oh one. yes have i told you about this or just in general no, this is your question? i just remember the first time i used it and ryan was like i can't even look at you <laughs> let me tell you the first time that i used it i mean it was you think in your head like you know how it's gonna work and also like down to the logistics of like how how does breastfeeding work? I didn't know. Like, know. is there just like a hole another, that opens up? Is does it coming through? Where is it coming that's from? That's something else. Those nurses. I mean, they manhandle you, and I love it. Like they're just like, let me show you how to do this. I mean, at this point, I could I could just walk down I forty, <laughs> and just be like, hey, everybody, you, you've all seen it all. <laughs> but what, no, the first time I used a breast pump, 
I legitimately did not realize. I mean, it is, if you're wondering, <laughs> what does it look like? What's it like? It is almost identical to if you go Google a, of a cow getting milked, that is what it is like. Like pinhole streams of it milk is, shooting. I mean, yep. that I, I, I didn't know that. Didn't it know that. Is, uh, whenever, like, <laughs> whenever I'm nursing Holt and he just like turns around or something and it's just spraying all over his face. I mean, it is, it is a wild time. Yeah. So when, the first time I used a pump, I was like, what? Was Gooch with you? He no? was. And we both, we were, I was like, are you seeing this? <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like, we were like, <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, it was my body. I wasn't doing it. It was just happening. And I was like, what? What is this? So that was surprising. I think, like, big picture, though. So, yeah, small <laughs> breastfeeding just has been great, but been very just different. I, I had no clue yes, about yes. all the things. I can't remember anything. I can't tell stories. Like, when people were coming over and bringing us food in the very beginning, when they would be like, tell us, like, the birth story, I would have to be like, can you hold on? I need to go get Gooch because I, I can't remember what happened. Um, but it has been, it has been, and I hate that like going into it, like you're really terrified because everybody's like, you'll never sleep again. Why does everyone, it was mine and Ryan's pet peeve. I can't. That when someone would find out we were pregnant, they'd be like, oh, well sleep while you can. I'm you like, you just, you sleep when that baby sleeps. And it's like, well, okay, okay. Who's, I, I don't have any underwear left because I've been sleeping while the baby's sleeping. Who's going to do the laundry? Like who's going to. There are to no clean dishes. There right. are. The, uh, it, yes. So anyways, that, that is annoying uh, because that's just not realistic, especially when you have a baby who only wants to sleep on you uh-huh. so like i can't yeah. really do the laundry while i'm horizontal okay yeah. anyways i people do they they make you feel scared and like it's like the hardest worst thing ever, ever. Newborn yeah. stage. i will say it it has been with that being said harder than i ever thought and it has been sweeter than i ever dreamed mm-hmm. it would ever be like mm-hmm. i it has been ratio of like good to hard has been like 85 15 mm-hmm. like yeah it has been hard there have been really hard moments like we got home and like i wasn't sleeping i started having like really weird stroke ish like symptoms yeah. which was really really scary for us it was actually migraines i started having migraines with like just really weird symptoms because i wasn't sleeping so like that was like a whole thing mm-hmm. and then he got sick and then he what else happened oh he, he like the first appointment that we went to Cause like you come home from the hospital and then you have to go the next like the day, next day, the next yep. day. So like I'm waddling in yep. to the pediatrician's office. Got your pillow to sit on. I literally brought my pillow with me. I'm not kidding. It was in the car because <laughs> I couldn't sit. I couldn't sit. And so we're, I waddled in there and she was like, well, he lost weight. He's losing so much weight. Why is your milk not in? He's jaundiced. He's going to die. And yeah. we were like, it like oh. goes zero to a hundred. Yeah. Yep. So I don't remember where I was going with that. But he, um, got, he got sick. Oh, yes, yes. Him. It was like a lot. It was very hard at first. But still, like, in the midst of it all, it was like the sweetest thing mm-hmm. ever. And I am not, um, I'm not a baby girl. I yeah. did not grow up babysitting ever. Prior to having him, I have changed three diapers in my whole life. Two of those diapers I put on backwards. <laughs> like, four years apart from each other. And those two women... It was Jess and it was Brooke came to me years later and said, hey, you put this diaper on backwards. Like, I did not grow up babysitting. I was never like, oh, my gosh, look at that baby. That baby's so cute. I'm the youngest in my family, youngest of like 15 cousins. I never was around babies. So I was a little 
scared that I was not going to have the baby gene. Like I was going to be weird and I wouldn't know how to hold him, whatever. And that immediately, like the moment that they put, the moment they put him Mm -hmm. on me, I was not, I did not feel insecure about not being a baby person. Mm -hmm. That just like fixed itself. But it has been the sweetest time ever to get to know him. But also for like Gucci and I, it has been like Mm -hmm. the best. You just like teamwork it out. And one of these days we will like both sleep through the night. We're sleeping like six hour stretches each, like at different points in the night, which is great. Like we are, your body just adjusts. Your body figures out how to live on that. Um, But it has been so great. It has not been, it has been hard, like people say, but again, until you're in it, like you can't can't describe it. it. But I, I really would say like, it is not, at least for us, everybody's experience is different. Like, it has been so much sweeter. And yeah. even like labor and delivery, that was like the best thing ever. Like I was so terrified to go to the hospital, do all that. I hate hospitals. It I would do it every day. Yep. It was the best thing ever. It was. And it, I think about the one thing I always say is that moment when they hand you the baby, it is better than anyone can describe to you. It was, like it, was, it is the only thing that people try to describe wild. and it exceeds. Yes. You know, like I think I there are pictures somebody I it was all a blur but people were taking pictures on my phone when I was birthing him and literally like the pictures of when they put him on me I was like I was crying and I was laughing because it was just like so overwhelming I was like there was a baby in me and now it's here and now it's here on the it it was it's just you can't describe it and the thing is with every time it's still that amazing that Mm -hmm. that amazing like every time even with Holt when we were in the hospital after having him Ryan and I would just look at each other and be like this was in me and now he's here. Mm-hmm. Like it is the way God created us to do this just blows my mind. Oh, it's wild. Over and over again. Just absolutely blows my mind mm-hmm. over and over. And just that concept as they get older, what I love is you start to understand like why you're their mom. Like as they get their personalities and why and as they um start having, you know, their first struggles and their first hard times, it's like you start to understand why you are the mom for them you and, know and it's weird to realize like I this child is my is mine like yes. there's nobody else no one's coming to help him no, there him. is it's nobody you. else that he that is supposed to care for him except for us mm-hmm. like that is weird but also encouraging too it's like I can do this yeah I can do this and it's so full of these dichotomies right of like um so Holt has gotten very attached to me because he's my first that's been with me so long. So he is just the most attached to his mother. And so he will be crying his head off with anybody else. And the moment I get him, he stops. He's just a happy boy. Yes. And he's happy and he's good. And it's, it's so satisfying as a mom, but on the flip side, it's also very frustrating because you're like, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything because you're going to cry. And I'm going to know you're crying the whole time. Probably seconds within each other. Like this is the best. And then you're like, like so frustrated yep yes it is that is probably one of the hardest I think emotionally the hard thing to navigate it's like you're about to go back to work right Mm -hmm. so you've been on maternity leave and so now your thoughts are starting to shift back to how do I actually think about work and think about him and mm-hmm. think about Gooch and think about our home and think about friendships. I don't know how people think about, oh yes. my gosh and like work out and yes. eat yeah. not I don't know Chef Boyardee what's bad I, I love Chef Boyardee I can't Hamburger tell you helper. that I, I <laughs> I've not bought Chef Boyardee in probably 10 years so I don't know why I said that but now that <laughs> I've said it the things that are I'm within interested. your memory and the things you've lost but yeah, are very I don't know. interesting I don't know I'm about to step into that like you said and I don't know how people 
have friends and go to work and have kids and do extracurriculars and work out and eat healthy and sleep. It's just like you said, how your body adjusts to not having sleep. You literally don't have a choice. Yeah. Especially from like the motherhood spectrum. Like I'll never forget the first time I called Ryan because a babysitter had canceled. It was with Henley and I called him and I was so stressed out because childcare is just so hard. Mm -hmm. It's just so hard when you have kids and you're working. And I called Ryan and he was like, I'm so sorry. And he was very sympathetic. But I remember that moment realizing he can't do anything about there. Their, like, this is, this is my responsibility. I'm the one who will figure yeah. this out. I'm the one who will find someone else. Like, and, and it's not for, he would put the effort in, but he just, but I, would, I wouldn't like, let him pick who the babysitter was. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, okay. Thank you for listening. I've got to go. I've, I've got to solve this problem. I've really got to do something. You are not, but there's just so much that is for a mom to figure out mm-hmm. that you don't know until you're in it. And then you're like, wait, this does fall to me. Yeah. Too. I am anticipating that. Yeah. I haven't, re- I mean, I felt a little bit of that, but I mean, I've just been at home with him yeah you know this far so I'm anticipating that being at home with him just you and him like when everyone was gone you know those first couple weeks there's a million people Mm -hmm. in your house you know your husband's home there for a little Mm -hmm. while too what was it like when it was just you and him and you knew like oh this is all on me like uh, I am now responsible for you what's weird is that like he at this point in time like they're so little they're really changing every day. Like he, when we brought him home for like probably two weeks, it was like he would eat every two, two and a half, three hours. And immediately when he was not eating, he would just fall back asleep. Like, yep. and like there's, I mean, that's like a real thing. I think newborns are awake for like six hours in the day. Yeah. They need like 16 to 18 hours of sleep. Something crazy like Mine that. Never. He, he did. I mean, he literally, he slept all day long. And then probably around three weeks, he's, his like wake windows started getting bigger. So like, he would be awake for like 30 minutes. And when everybody was gone, when it was just us, I remember being like, what, like, what do I, what do I do with you? <laughs> like, I don't, you're just staring at me. Should I like, th- cause he's too little to like play with toys yeah, or yeah. whatever. And so it's been really sweet. I've actually enjoyed it. Like I would love alone time and isolation probably to like a fault. So I have actually really, really enjoyed it. It's been nice little pockets of like socialization mm-hmm. though. But yeah, like as he gets older, and he's awake more. I'm like, I don't, I don't really know what to do with you. But we've learned in the past few weeks, he's, I told you this earlier, he is a stage four clinger. Yep. He just wants, if he knows I am in the room, if his eyes are closed and I, if he's asleep, if he's dead asleep, I lay him down immediately. He's like, no, yep. no, I, you're here. I would like for you to hold me. Yep. So we've done a lot of like baby wearing yes. while I like do laundry. You're do like, you have a boba? I have a Moby, a Moby, okay. and I have a Solly wrap, yeah, too. And the Solly wrap is where it's at. I yeah. love that thing so much. Um, but yeah, like I, I've just been doing my thing. But to be honest, most of the time I'm sitting on the couch with him, yeah, doing nothing or trying to be productive, like trying to read a book, trying to do something. We, me and Gooch said this to somebody the other day. It is the most. Like you are taking care of him, but it is some of the most unproductive time I've ever had. I'm busy. I'm uh-huh. busy all day long mm-hmm. taking care of him, but I have, I'm doing nothing. It feels like you have I've, nothing I've to gotten, show for it. Yeah. I've gotten yep. nothing done. Yep. My house is still a mess. There are dishes in the sink, but what's been really great is we've had a few people that have just come to our house to hold him for two hours and I'll go take a nap or do laundry or something. That has been so helpful. Mm-hmm. Because in my head before, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you need, like, he's just going to lay around. Why do you need somebody to come hold your baby while you do stuff? But in our scenario, he 
loves being held he and loves i it. cannot get anything done or he will just lay there and scream with He's the real really tears so yes oh it's so sad he started getting real tears a few weeks ago yep. it's so sad i'm like no no i don't no. that does that that gets me that oh that is me. sad i did not anticipate that either yeah that like, my, I, i'm coming from a place of like when babies cry i'm like that's annoying yes like, somebody stop that baby right? from crying. but now it's like oh my gosh i'm so sad that you're crying that yes. that switch happened do you in my feel brain. that also when you're in the store and you hear another baby cry yes and that's it, like, same I wanna, thing I wanna, I wanna go pick it up used that baby. to drive me nuts and now i'm like oh, can i hold your baby for you yes can that, i please that, can i help you happened. what can i do for you yep. like what it's just amazing how your whole perspective shifts, i mean and right? i it's like your brain is like literally changing too it is okay you look back what do you feel like more women should know about this whole stage i think we not that we struggle but I, I always thought I was going to have, because like I loved my child-free life. We traveled and did stuff, all, and we still do stuff all the time. It's not like our life's over. But I was I was scared for that transition to happen, just to like ha- to make the decision to have kids. And I, we knew that we wanted kids. We knew that we wanted to try to have family. But I, I thought that there was going to be like, I was going to wake up one morning and be like, we are ready. Yeah. Like, let's do it. And that never happened it was never this like big moment of like oh we're ready it was more so like logistically we were like we want to have kids and we're getting older so we should probably have kids (laughs) like so I think like for us at least we did not have this big moment of like oh it's time we're ready we just kind of were like we're not really ever gonna feel 100% ready so true um it, and it just happened. And, and now that like on the other side of it, I'm so thankful and yeah. we do not feel like we've lost though. We are seven weeks in. So I know like seasons are all going to change, but we're not like, Oh my gosh, our life yeah. is, is over. Like, did we, you all have any conversations when you did, when you were like, Oh, I guess we'll kind of, you know, see what happens. Did you have any conversations about parenting about, you know, when the baby does get here, any of those? Cause I've had questions of me, Ask like, hey, what kind of conversations were you and Ryan having? As and far I want to like, be like, how do you want to raise like kids and stuff like? Yeah, this? like what? Like, do we feel ready? Are we ready? What are some things you have to think about that will change? <laughs> I don't know if we thought about anything. We did. See, here's the deal. Ryan and I didn't either because Henley was because I was always and I've said this a million times. I was told it would be very difficult to have kids, mm-hmm. so we were kind of in the boat. We're not having kids, mm-hmm. so we never had any of those conversations. Mm-hmm. And then I was pregnant with Henley, and we we're just like, oh, I guess we're going to do this. So. I think it's hard to like prepare those conversations sometimes. Yeah. But I also am like, I guess my answer to that question was there is a lot that changes that you need to be prepared for the change. Mm -hmm. Like, are you ready for the changes? Like when you say, okay, I'll go off birth control or, you know, we'll do whatever Mm -hmm. to be open to having kids. Are you prepared for the changes that come with that? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean like career wise, especially for women. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can, be as career minded as you want to be. I I am and was, but it still changes. Right. It's going to be different. The pressures are different. The tension is different. All of those things. Yeah. I think we definitely knew, I we knew change was coming with starting a family and we definitely knew that. And we had, you know, talked about like, this is going to look different. Like we're not going to be able to just be like at nine 30, like let's go do whatever. But I think we definitely knew that changes were coming. And that was a big decision to be like, let's go off birth birth control. Let's Mm -hmm. start a family. And we had the conversation when we got married, maybe even before we got married, we were like, Hey, we're thinking we'd like to have kids 
somewhere like in this region sure. and that's kind of what we did yeah thankfully we were blessed enough to be able to make that schedule and yep follow that schedule yeah i think like we we don't feel we're not necessarily yep. prepared but like we can do this and i rationalize a lot like that like oh these people are all doing this and they're okay so like we can do this Th- they've made it right fi- that's what i used to do when i came home with henley when everyone went back to work i watched teen mom and i was like if they can do <laughs> they can it do this I can do I this. Can do it. That's how I like <laughs> talked to myself in the hospital. I was like, if people do this every day, if they can do it. I can do it. I literally used to say to myself, women used to do this out in a field. It's I true. can do this. We are weak. <laughs> I, I at least I am. I'm a weenie. But yeah, I mean, we did not. Again, we're more like I, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are like, we need to have this conversation. We need to have this amount of money saved, yeah. and we need to have you know this family living in this city, or we need to be here. And we we just didn't. We we, we just knew. That God was leading us yeah. to start a family and we trusted that. And we were like, we've got people around us that yeah. we know are going to be able to help us. And the truth is, and plan so, or no plan, you figure it out. Yeah, Like, you can have the best plan ever and it's probably not going to go that way. You can have no plan and you're still going to be like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, like you might mm-hmm. think you're loosey-goosey and then all of a sudden you have a kid you're responsible for. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no one even look at it. Yeah, Don't touch it. Yep. Don't do anything. But we use so much hand sanitizer with Henley. We use so much hand sanitizer. I've been trying to have people wash their hands. Yes. Like my only rule is don't kiss them on the face or really maybe anywhere. Anywhere. But mainly the face. Yeah. And wash your hands. I will say the hardest thing with having like a five, almost six year old. Well, no, he's six now. A six year old and an eight year old and a newborn baby is their friends love to touch the baby. And it is stressful. And how do you tell a six year old? Exactly. RSV is... Kills millions of babies every year. Let me read you some stats. You don't understand. <laughs> That's what I'll start doing before they walk in. Yeah, and they don't care. There's a stat sheet on the door. <laughs> I need you to sign this to, to recognize that you have read it. That you understand <laughs> the danger you're yeah, bringing into hard. my household. That has been a little dicey, but also like how much they love him is my favorite thing in the world. Like mm-hmm. Henley was going to move out and never live with us because we were having another boy. She said that she was. She was. She said, I'm moving out. I'm not staying here if it's a boy. And it was a boy and she cried. I have the video of her finding out. And it's she amazing. Cried. It is incredible. <laughs> I watched that video probably once a quarter. <laughs> and she cried. And it was just, it was very traumatic. But she loves him now. You saw him downstairs playing. Like, He's the best. And she loves She's Griffin. She's a baby. Like she loves babies mm-hmm. now because She's of her. our babysitter. Okay. Let's, let's finish with the question that oh. we always ask, but baby edition. Ooh. Baby edition. Okay. What is one thing or a couple things that, Someone said you you need to have this okay. with Griffey and mm-hmm. you got it. And you're like, absolutely. I love okay. this thing. I know one for sure. Well, I mean, I have multiple things, but people tell you like all the things that has been have been helpful for them. Something that we registered for and that we got, my sister told me to get. We don't have a wipe warmer. We've never had one. Mainly because I didn't want him to get used to having yeah. like a nice, luxurious, warm wipe. And then us like being in the car. Out in the, the and trunk of the car. lose his mind. Name, so yeah. no judgment to people that use a wipe warmer. I'm sure it's wonderful. But I just didn't want that to happen. So instead, we have a weighted wipe dispenser. Do you have one of these? So that they don't all come out at once. And so that whenever you're changing him on the changing table, you just need one hand and you pull it out. You don't have to like take two hands and hold, hold the wipe down. down and pull yeah. it out. Or yeah. like, yes, if you mm-hmm. use one hand without one, they all come out they at once. They all come out. It has, it's wonderful. That's amazing. It's so like little and tiny. I don't think I even knew that existed. Yeah. It's probably 15 bucks on Amazon. Oh my. That has been amazing. A weighted wipe dispenser. Number two, we like, it took us a while to figure out like what he was going to wear while he slept. Yeah. 
because like you're up in the middle of the night changing diaper, yeah. feeding them, all this stuff. And so we had a lot of gowns at first. We never used gowns because we ended up, <laughs> Callie's on the other side just agreeing. Never used the gowns. Never did. Um, they we were just, very cute. We didn't use them yeah. mainly because we ended up doing, the brand is Copper Pearl, has swaddles that are, and we have tons of swaddles, like receiving blankets and like the muslin ones yeah. and like cotton ones that they like give you in the hospital yeah but these are like jersey mm-hmm. uh material so they're really like bouncy and springy but because of that you can like stretch them really tight yep. so like he loves mm-hmm. to be like really really swaddled mm-hmm. so we have like we only use those at night we have three we need to get more of them because yep. we have to keep washing them um but they are the best swaddles. Are they Velcro? Are they? No. So those are just, bl- they're just, sorry, when I say swaddles, they're not actually swaddles. They're blankets. Okay. They're like receiving blankets, but we swaddle him in it oh. super, super tight. And then we put over him a Velcro swaddle. So then I you like, so it's blanket. He's like in his diaper. He does not, because I don't want him to be like super hot. Yeah. So it's blanket. And then we Velcro swaddle him and he's just like a little burrito. Because did you know that newborns can't regulate their body temperature? No. They cannot. They don't know. know. So like, you know, we can regulate our body temperature. Uh-huh. If we get hot, it'll, our bodies will cool down. Uh-huh. If we get cold, oh, our bodies will warm know. up a little. Babies cannot regulate their well, body temperature. And overheating is also a, something that can lead to SIDS. Yeah. I did stressful. not know. Yeah. And so like I, on all the things too. You watched just, that in the hospital video, didn't you? I, they make you watch the videos in the I hospital. Hated they those give videos. you all the paperwork. <laughs> so those two things, copper pearl, they're little blankets. They're so stretchy and soft. And then a weighted. I love it. Wipe warmer. For me, you didn't ask, but I'll tell you. I want to know. And I don't know what my answer is. Aldi that you oh had me get. Oh my gosh. They're so good. If you go to Aldi, they're three ninety nine, so they're expensive. I maybe have talked about this before. I don't know, but I they're just, peanut they were butter on your cups list. At Aldi. They are better than Trader Joe's peanut butter cups. Trader Joe's has like peanut butter cups that come in like the little yeah. plastic box tray. Yep. These come in a bag and they aren't as hard. Like the shell is softer. Oh. It's I'm When I leave your house, I'm going to Aldi and I'm going to go get them. Those have been the best. I oh, This is another thing. Wait, I can't believe I haven't talked about this yet. I was so shocked by how ravenously hungry I was, especially in the first two weeks. Yep. Because I was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Like, you're burning so many calories. You're so much hungrier. I hadn't, I, nobody had ever even told me that. Yeah. I had no clue to expect that. And I started waking up and I was so hungry. Consistently, my breakfast was, I would have quiche, two sausage biscuits, cereal overnight oats i would do yogurt and fruit that is what i ate like every single morning and i was still hungry i could have kept going i i was just i it's like regulated a little bit now i'm not as hungry but i was starving so just all the i used to always have snacks so what i love to bring to women who just have a baby is things you can grab with one hand Mm -hmm. and so you can eat a snack while you're nursing and in the That's, middle of the night, yep, too, I would wake up and be like, I have to have, I have, to have I'm something. I'm so hungry. Well, every I time had, I nursed, I wanted a snack. I had, And I'd seen the videos on TikTok, like, here's a little, have a little cart station with snacks. And I was like, why am I snacking it? I will say. And I was so hungry. This, is, so what, hungry. this is what I'll say my thing is for babies. And I just did this with Holt. It's the best thing I've ever done. I had this cart that's from, it's like a utility cart. Mm-hmm. I got it at Target. It was on my list. I registered for it. And it's a lot of times you'll see them in classrooms, but it has three rows to it. Uh-huh. It's like a metal a little industrial rolly. little rolling yeah. cart. And it was our diaper station. I put all the diapers on top, put the wipes, all the creams. And then I put like snacks. I put like all these little things on the bottom and just would take it to whatever room we were in. Mm-hmm. Like would roll it in there so I could change his diaper. I could grab a snack. That's nice. I it's could mobile. Do, it is the best thing that I did was have this whole little station that could go around. We didn't even get a diaper changing station for Holt. Like we literally change them on the floor every time because we're just like, we don't, 
I don't need another piece of yeah. furniture. Yeah, well, this one, he's your third. This you is don't, fine. You've got no, it down. This poor kid. He's got like five outfits. Oh, he'll be so fine. <laughs> I will say, Griffin has only worn, like, in his newborn outfits, he's got like five that he rotates through. Yep. Like, there's so, so many newborn Girls are so much more not. fun to change, though. Like, yeah, Henley, I treated true. her like a little doll. It yeah. was so fun to dress her up and match a little bow. Yeah, that's true. Boys are just not. He's just been as in a sleeper the whole time. Yep. What's that like? None of my baby. Well, Hagen was. Henley and Holt. It's really cute. They're not that way. Those sweet little They're baby just outfits. Wet fifth time. I'm proud of you for changing your sheets. Change my sheets today. I'm so proud. The of next you. time I come on the podcast will be the next time that I change my sheets. Is probably the truth. <laughs> it's just hard to remember. It is hard to do all of these it's things hard. and be a mom. We'll figure it out. You're figuring it out. You and all I'm can just so do proud it. I, we believe in you, moms. Yep. If we can do it, listen. Most quite literally, if I can do it. I if I can do it, I am a weenie. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> So if I can do it, you all can do it. We're figuring it out. We'll figure it out together.